Good day, LA. I am Zach Goldsmith alongside Mr. Ben Bellick. And we welcome you to another episode of To Live and Buy in Los Angeles. This week's episode... Oh, wait. This week's episode is very important to the landscape of our city. A topic we've brought up in the past, and we will most certainly bring it up quite a bit moving forward. Build as the wildlife ordinance. They say this bill is intended to protect our wildlife, something (laughs) that we all care very much about. But this version does not accomplish that. And far worse, what it really does is cause irreparable damage to our citizens. And while I know it seems almost impossible that an enacted policy could so carelessly affect citizens, let's turn back to good old Measure ULA for a quick nugget. Only six months since its inaction. Having earned far less than originally expected, so far our mayor and council member Nathaya Rahman have been considering reallocating funds earmarked from ULA to help our homeless epidemic in this fine city to subsidize low-income tenants who will be able to apply for six months of owed back rent. Well, how's that work so far? <laughs> Additionally... A court hearing is scheduled in September of 2023 for two lawsuits seeking to invalidate Measure ULA. Thank God. Well, let's get back to this. Plum? Hmm? It's plum flavored. (laughs) Not that plum. All right. Look like watermelon. Plum. Okay. The Planning and Land Use Management Committee. Get your acronyms straight. Boy. uh, (laughs) Is a key group of the Los Angeles City Council. They backed a proposal a couple of months ago to rezone some of the priciest real estate in the city Mm -hmm. as a protected wildlife corridor, okay? This is the first of its kind in the history of Los Angeles. The ordinance's methodology would apply restrictions to areas that are already fully developed and nowhere near areas, uh, open, open space areas like they're claiming, while allowing the city too much latitude, setting parameters for the use of private property. In other words, this, these ramifications, these, these, this ordinance would affect a huge area of Los Angeles, and we're just talking about the beta version. Mm-hmm. So it's going to affect uh, uh, as far east at this point as the Coanga Pass, the 101 freeway. Right? All the way east by Griffith Park. Travel all the way west to the 405 freeway. Then start at Sunset Boulevard. Go all the way to Mulholland. Go all the way down to Ventura. That huge chunk of Los Angeles, which is like 23,000 acres and 30,000 homes, are going to be affected right away. And this is affected very negatively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it includes Alpost Estates, Nichols and Laurel Canyon, Sunset Plaza, the Bird Streets, Bel Air, Westwood. I mean, this Everywhere. is serious, serious, serious real estate area that's already very developed. So the, the issue has gained traction in recent years with the famed mountain lion P-22 effectively trapped in Griffith Park after he miraculously breached LA's encircling eight-lane freeways. Remember that? I remember it. Um, I couldn't believe that's what we were reporting on. And I love animals, but um, 
anyway, the- I mean, we all love animals. It's not there's not a disagreement in protecting our wildlife. There's a disagreement in how they are doing it by steamrolling over the Los Angeles real estate market, people's homes, their private residences. Okay, their objective is to limit building in the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I you know our our friend and colleague John Grauman has like really taken uh, an interest in this and has been posting a lot of really helpful things and sending out emails for us and the firm to send out. And what's crazy is is that um, I sent the email out to my database and I got a response from one of my like you know kind of OG fave clients like you're being selfish, you're not thinking about the wildlife, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, you know, I didn't want to argue with her about it just because, you know, I don't know that it would get me anywhere. But I felt like she really did not have an actual understanding of what was going to happen. And if it ends up happening to her and this expands outward, as it likely will, um, she's not going to be happy about it. So I'm so glad you brought that up. This is what the city did with ULA. Mm-hmm. They called it the mansion tax. Mm-hmm. So of course, why would you not? Hey, do you want to stop the building of excessive mansions so we can help cure the homeless issue? Sure. Yeah, people are like, why not? This is called the wildlife ordinance as propaganda to try and convince people this is enacted just to protect wildlife. Who out here doesn't care about wildlife? We all do. This is part of the beauty of our city. I've grown up here. I worship our wildlife. The mountain lions, the coyotes, the deer are incredible. We see these deer golfing all the time. Are you kidding? He does. He does worship wildlife, guys. Just so you know, like on the weekends, he worships these uh, wolves and deer that he's talking about. He goes out. I like him a lot better than people's dogs. Okay, it's like another dog walks by here. Hey, you want to pet my dog? I don't don't care Let's, about other people's dogs. I do care about wildlife. I do care about the greenery and the mountains and seeing shit. This is not the way. This is not the way. Well, after it rains in LA, is there anything more beautiful than looking up? And well, it's because the green normally LA and, looks like you know uh, Detroit with palm trees. Let's, don't build every single section with a house. I agree. This is not the cliffs of Greece here. Why don't we tell people what it is that we're opposed to, so okay, they don't think upset. we're complete and total animals? You know, I, I no, but this is the great example that you brought up. This woman is being misled to believe that if you're against this, you're against protecting the wildlife, which is couldn't be further from the truth. Okay, just the way they're going about it is completely misleading mm-hmm. and absurd. But let's in talk- order to protect the wildlife, they pref- okay talk about the limitations. Well, they well, I'm just, I, I, I'm just, you're upset. Because it's misleading. No, no, I understand. So look, there's two things at play here, right? There's the way with which they pitch something, which is upsetting you because you believe it to be misleading, as do I. The And then there's like the actual the proposal. And um, okay, get into I think the, the, details pr- the, the proposal itself is, is preposterous. So remember, we're in hillside neighborhoods. It's already extremely expensive and difficult to build in hillside neighborhoods, uh, whether you're building or remodeling or adding on. So this will reduce what can be built by more than 40%. And in most cases, a 50 to 60% reduction. And I want to be clear here, Zach and I, I'm sorry for speaking for you, but you're going to, you'll approve. We're not making an argument for 20,000 square foot houses. It's just, we're not. That's not what this is. And you're going to be surprised when you hear more about this. So the amount 
of square footage you could build was already reduced about five, almost six years ago in 2017. They implemented um, this temporary um, uh, building restriction for two years to slow down mansionization while the city figured out what they wanted to do. And to much surprise to all of us, these aggressive measures during this uh, kind of time out on building actually became the rules. They updated the baseline hillside mansionization and also baseline mansionization ordinances. So they and I li- supported that. We both supported that. Yeah. So so now because that was well written. Yeah, it, ma- it made sense. I mean, I was a little, I wasn't s- so happy because of what it meant for developers. But that said, fine. Um, so okay. <clears throat> The impact of this new ordinance is very is is far reaching. Okay, unnecessary and damaging. It, it it doesn't just affect new construction, but also remodels. So, currently north of Sunset, this is the part you want to pay attention to, sweet audience. Oh. <clears throat> you can build thirty five percent of the flat area of your lot for the portion that has thirty one degrees slope or more. You can build fifteen percent. And if you build a basement, the basement is exempt from the total square footage. Under the wildlife ordinance, which has already passed an initial vote unanimously, you can no longer build a basement. And for any portion of the lot that is 31 degrees or more slope, which you could previously build 15%, you can now build zero. Zero. (laughs) Thank God they've got a back button, 10 second back. Hit it a couple times. Listen to that again. It is important information. It's a little confusing and tricky with the math when you start sitting down with what size of my property, what can I build or what what I can expand. But we're also uh, uh, happy to give you report on your property if you hit us up and we'll give you the breakdown of yeah. what that means in the new proposal. No matter what the size of your lot The maximum square footage you will be able to build under this new ordinance is 6,000 square feet. What if I have five acres? Oh, then you can, whatever you want. What if I have five acres? 6,000 feet. What if I have eight acres? 6,000 feet. 6,000 square feet. 6,000 square feet, which just to a lot of us sounds like a big house. You got a big family. You have a lot of money. Whatever it is, you want to expand and you want to have something that's reasonable. You're not talking about a thirty or fifty thousand square foot house here. Mm-hmm. You want to build an eleven thousand square foot on an acre flat land. How is that affecting the wildlife? Let's let's. By the way, what drives me crazy about this is, you know how they came up with that number? No, arbitrarily. Thank you. Honestly, they haven't been able to give an answer. It was arbitrary how they came up with that number. But wait, give For, some of the case studies. Fine, fine, fine. Forget multiple acres, okay? Forget yeah. multiple acres. Let's say you have a 15,000 square foot lot, which is often the size of a lot in the hills where this ordinance takes place. Want to guess what you could build there? Wait, I just want to say before I guess that... Is 15,000 square feet sounds pretty big, right? Sounds big. But hillside. generally speaking, hillside, like a third of the lot is buildable. So it, it may be 15,000, but maybe like 7,000 is actually buildable under the today's rules and engineering standards. So what is my guess? In a 15,000 square foot lot, I want to be building or expecting 
5,000 plus, almost 6,000. Sounds fair. 3,500 square feet. Okay. On that size lot. Take it down to a smaller lot. Let's go down now to West Hollywood or the Beverly Center Grove area where lots are like 7,500 square feet. By the way, that's a nice size lot. Most lots are 6,500, like to a T in the area. I only know this because I live there and everything's the same. Well, you're going to even be, you, you have to build less on the 65. The 75, yeah. you're only going to be able to build 2,000 feet of house. Yo, and by the way, my, uh, the house that I live in right now is on a 6,500 square foot lot. It needs work. It needs to be expanded. And it's probably worth like two, three or four. Now the, the size of the house would have to be smaller. It's crazy. And you have a beautiful house, but it was built. It, it's, it's a beautiful old Spanish house, but it was built in the 30s. It doesn't have the big rooms or the... Or we, Closets. We're bigger people now. We need more elbow space or closets or yeah. the galley kitchen. We're not talking about bastardizing the lot. We're mm-hmm. talking about expanding within the confines of the lot to have beautiful outdoor space. So it limits it tremendously. That now it takes it would take an existing five thousand square foot house and cut it in half. Twenty five hundred square feet is the most you'd be able to do. Which means no more two story homes if this expands outside of the area, because that's what we're talking theoretically, and that it expands. That's It will expand. This is the beta version. They've made it very clear. They're trying it out here. Does and they technically want to make it the pilot? I think we need to talk about who this is really affecting, because everyone looks at us and they're like, oh, real estate agents, they need a bigger house, bigger commissions. They don't care. But actually, that's, that's why we care so much. I consider myself an Angelino. I've lived here longer by far now than where I grew up. This is my home. It's where I'm from. Um, This is going to have a devastating effect on the economy overall. Billions will be lost in property values. Property values. I'm not here arguing for property taxes, at least not yet. This is property values. Um, Think of the money that will be lost as well on city taxes. Um, I mean, that's it's why they enacted ULA. Aside from what Zach mentioned, it will also limit the ability of potential buyers to expand existing homes. If you remodel more than 50% of your existing home, you'll have to comply with the new codes and you most likely won't be able to add on to the house. It just uh, it won't make sense. Um, this, this affects all of us. This is what I mean. Like if you own a house or if you have a dream to own a house, forget it. Like these are people. Well, wait, I want to talk about one thing. Okay. I'm just saying it's, it's, it's as a devastating effect on our housing market. Like how about homeowners who pass their houses down to generations who have equity stored? I just went on a listing appointment. And this woman whose husband has passed, she's owned this house like towards the top of Beverly Drive, which is BHPO, um, for 55 zero years, 50. And um, she hasn't been well. Her health is bad. She's actually been staying in like a nursing home of sorts just so someone can take care of her while her house is sitting empty. And like she's thinking about selling it. And the thing is, is her house is now a teardown is um, is like two thirds its value. It's losing two thirds of its value. And this is probably her entire. It's everything. She has nothing else. She's nothing else. Yeah. And so her house is now losing approximately two thirds of its value. So, and I think, didn't you have like a, um, like one of your friends where like they lost, they, someone passed away yeah, recently? I had a client and friend whose husband passed away five years ago, um, was fighting a lengthy illness, 
cost a fortune to try and save him. And they're like, we have the money built into our property, the American dream. We have uh, our property we've owned for decades has appreciated. We have equity. Thank God we mm-hmm. can take it out and use it to fight this illness. Not anymore. That money's gone now if this passes. Yeah, that money is gone. That that just cuts everything in half. I mean, they. I always, I feel like as we start to wrap up here, like I feel like when you ask people what is the american dream almost always they say buying a house right and then no mortgage right no mortgage so the the more expensive of a city you live in the harder it is to get to no mortgage because of we generally and to get to what to get to no mortgage payment oh, yeah, because yeah, like okay. we often have to activate the equity right we have to use it to to spend money yeah. on things so yeah. For these, I've I've actually never heard of anything like this before, where someone's equity actually gets taken from them in such a way. Look, markets go up and down. Fine. Now this ULA thing is what like that was wild because there are people that have inherited some serious estates that are worth more than five million. They're paying wild taxes, but now with the wildlife thing. Uh, in its pilot, aka beta, um, I'm like, why are we attack? Why are we literally attacking citizens' equity? I don't, I don't understand how someone can, how how we can do this with a good conscience. It's all in how one of the intentions is to minimize light pollution. Are you against that? I'm not. I'm not against. Wait, but, it, I thought you could only have air pollution. What's light pollution? Well, light pollution is like um, the lights are too bright, lighting up all this these houses and properties that interfere with animal wayfinding and movement. Okay? What do you mean? Can't you see more easily in light? It's blinding, they claim. It doesn't make sense. But fine. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Don't have blaring, blinding lights everywhere, but don't tell me I can't light my pool. Okay? The first version, okay, they want bird-safe windows. Mm-hmm. Okay, Whatever whatever you think a bird-safe window is. Okay, great well, to some degree. The first version of this, just to give you an example, they called for opaque windows. What do you mean? Like him, like you can't see like through them? Like you can't see through them, so birds didn't fly into them. I don't want to see dead birds, but I want to be able to see out my window. Like make something that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Fencing. Fencing. Oh, I saw this. Where like the animals need to be able to pass through very, very, very easily, and they so want you have everything. To have these huge gaps. In yeah, I know. And like hey, in a don't... city where like we have ch- we have a major uptick in crime and robberies, frankly, where people are going in in groups and and uh, robbing retail stores. Yeah. Now I have to make space in my fence of my. Let's say it north of sunset, what's the entry threshold? Even for a cliff by outpost with some 101 noise, it's still like 2-2, two, 2-3. Two, two, I mean, this is a socioeconomic class that is likely dual income and wants to have privacy and protection for their kids, whatever it may be. How about animals? How about animals? Like your animals are going to get out? Bigger oh, animals yeah. are going to get in? I mean, we have enough animals. with the coyotes. You want your kids to be able to stay in your yard? Mm-hmm. Well, hope they don't uh, squeeze through the four-foot opening they're going to make you. Okay. That's what I'm saying. It's just very Jeez. poorly written. Yeah. needs to be adjusted. I'm all for it. Look, our city, Los Angeles, why people move here, even though we're doing a shitty job lately and people are moving out, we benefit from a world-class climate. Agreed? Mm-hmm. We have natural spaces and biodiversity that make up 
great the, this great quality of life we have fires earthquakes floods <laughs> we have it all that too. you want some excitement you can't you get homeowners want... insurance the car insurance companies are leaving gas is through the roof but the sun is shining <laughs> makes a big difference <laughs> listen your day's going poorly Not you, to look move out, back you to got Philly. a sunny day outside the wet is nice in 78 <laughs> I'm, I'm staying here Okay. All right. These elements, whatever, mm -hmm. they have to coexist within our city, within our homes, within our businesses and other infrastructure. We agree that we should tweak our current system. Let's not build to the lot lines and eliminate all of our green and all uh, our greenery and all uh, our beautiful mountains. Let's elevate sustainability. We support the conservation of native plants and trees. We want to see them. We need them. We want to have these animals in our life. I don't we mean to be laughing, but I've never heard you talk about greenery so much unless it was that... That chronic boy. You know that chronic now, boy. We love greenery. Sister won't blast. Pocket full of cash. Just seen a big old... He loves greenery. <laughs> Lots of different plants, okay? It, doing this can protect, can, can create better fire safety, can create, you know, can protect our water sources. Who wouldn't want this? We agree on this, yeah. but the way it's written now is far too limiting and unnecessary for all. Okay, it so hurts what, what can they more do? than it helps. What can they do? I don't know. So you can call... Mm -hmm. Councilwoman, write letters to your councilwoman, support the cause financially that we're trying to fight. And part of the fight is rewriting what's there to limit the building, to keep our greenery, to keep our wildlife thriving, but not cripple the economy and people's futures in the process. I'll just give you one example. I think a lot of times people, the kind of limit of their participation... Um, from a civil standpoint, um, kind of starts and ends with a post on Instagram or a story. And um, I can, I'll speak from my own personal experience. My career is full of transactions inside and on the margins of this large area that is the wildlife ordinance map. And for those of you that are listening to this, your property may lose value in a tremendous and preposterous way that once it's done, that's it. So just replace the word may with will if this goes through the way it is. Encourage you to really take this seriously because once it's done, just like ULA is, now it's taking antitrust lawsuits, which can take several years. Just something really to consider. So, um, as we wrap up, we wanted to put this in front of you because 2023 has been a very interesting year with public policy and what people are voting for and how they are encouraged to vote for these things based on the way with which they're branded by those that support it. There hasn't been an economic impact report done. Mm -hmm. There's zero case studies. <laughs> it's so reach out to us and we'll put you on the right path. Um, guys, thank you for tuning in to another Los Angeles-specific depressing episode of To Live and Lose Value in Los Angeles. 
Um, I'm at Ben Bellack, seated next to at Zach Goldsmith24. He's a little upset today, but the good news is we learned something special about him, and he's passionate about greenery. Hey, and we're here to help our city, and that's what we're going to do. <laughs> that's okay? true. In these absurdities, we shall rise from the ashes. Thanks for tuning in. Hit us up. Let's do something about this together. Let's keep wildlife. Let's keep our futures healthy here in Los Angeles. Once the greatest city of all time in the entire world, we will be back again. Super bien.